I hit record. Okay. Friendshiping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity, and they asked us not to read an ad. You're so sick. I'm so sick. Enjoy the show. <laughs> I'm Jin Urso. And I'm Trin Mothma. And, and this, this is Friendshiping. And the theme this week is... I have a cold. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, you have a cold. That's that is true. But what's the real theme? The real theme is how you got a text message. Ugh. From the top. The theme this week is Hobbit mode. Hobbit. I can't say that word because my nose is so stuffy. Hobbit mode. (laughs) Hobbit mode. Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. This week, Jen has a terrible cold. It is so bad. I sound so nasally. I think it's so cute. It sounds like I'm packing peanuts inside my head. Oh, <laughs> that's a terrible way to feel. It sounds worse than it is right now, but it sounds pretty bad. Your hair still looks incredible. <laughs> Thank you. And you're killing it. Thank you. I'm probably going to sneeze into the microphone a couple times. I should disinfect this room when we leave. Oh, God. But you know what? I'm going to muscle through. Oh god! And now I'm like kind of wishing I like brought a gas mask. She's got an entire uh, box of Kleenex here. <laughs> oh god! Uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. But Jin Jin or so doesn't get colds. She doesn't get space colds. Well, she does, but she's a trooper and she takes care of herself. But when she feels like she's got the energy, she muscles through her work. Yeah, Star Wars is awesome. I haven't seen it yet. Please don't tell me anything. I won't, because that's a good friendship move. Thank you. <laughs> Before we get into uh, the theme of Hobbit mode, why don't we talk a little bit about spoilers? Oh, yeah. So I have been avoiding specifically Tumblr since <laughs> I can hear your little nose. When you rub your, your Kleenex on your nose, I can hear it. It's really funny. Uh, so I've been avoiding specifically Tumblr because uh, I know that nobody has any sympathy for people who have not seen the movie yet. They don't care. It's a good friendship move to avoid spoilers for people because you care about your friends and you want them to not feel like you are taking something from them. Yeah, you want them to experience the same Star Wars that you did. Yeah. I also want to make another really good point that I have. Okay. I'm going to say a really smart thing. Okay. So I know that people like to link articles that are like, Getting spoiled by movies doesn't make you enjoy it less and blah, 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 blah. Oh, come on. Yeah, I don't care about your stupid scientific study. You can shove your science back up in your ass with your chemistry set. You know what? That's not science because science is testable and that's not testable. Yeah, first of all, true. Second of all, well, you should care about what makes your friends mad. And happy. Right. And Star Wars makes people happy for the most part. Why would you take that from your friends? I feel so much more empathy for you when you're sick for some reason. Because I sound like a little child. <laughs> That's why. I sound like a little baby. You don't sound like a baby. You sound like a grown-ass woman. With a head cold. With a head cold. And sometimes that happens, man. It just does. Like a, com- like a comically ridiculous head cold. Like this is what someone in a cartoon would sound like if they had a head cold. But it's my real life. Oh, Jen. <laughs> all of these things are true. But... You still are a badass bitch, and we're going to get through this. Yeah, we are. So how about we read the first question? Yeah, I'll try. I'll see how far <laughs> I can get through it before can I give it. up. Okay. Yeah. 
Question 1. Hey guys, I've been going through a rough time recently. I've been unemployed for over a month and struggling with depression. Being social is helpful, but I overthink all the tiny mistakes I made and I end up feeling worse. I am so terrified of losing my friends. What should I do? We can narrow down this question to one central conflict, which is, should I muscle through this and hang out with my friends, or should I go into hobbit mode? So hobbit mode, you know, hobbits, they don't want to leave bag end. Yeah, before we did this Trin said hobbit mode, I thought, but aren't hobbits social creatures? But Trin reminded me. They're not big on adventures. Yeah, exactly. They're not like woodland elves, like yeah. hot woodland sexy elf boys. With long, sinuous legs. <laughs> <laughs> no, hobbits want to stay at home and eat, eat bread and cheese and cookies. That sounds so good. You don't eat cheese. Uh, yeah, but I Vegan eat fake cheese. cheese. Yeah, got it. I You're eat right. pretend cheese. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that scene in Hook. I just I dream it up and then it, <laughs> it appears. Let's start off with like the first central problem. Uh, let's start off with the depression this person is feeling. So right. obviously not psychiatrists. We're not psychiatrists, but we both experienced this. We're, we we're both drugged. We're both drugged. <laughs> <laughs> we're both drugged. We both have seen psychiatrists and therapists. This is an ongoing problem in both of our lives. Have we ever said that on the show before? I think we have. Yeah. yeah. I think it's been inferred. I don't know if we've outwardly said it. I think that we've both implied that we are deeply troubled. <laughs> <laughs> I think people have gotten the message by now. Right, right. Yeah. But So when you're depressed, you're viewing yourself through a really shitty, distorted lens, and it makes everything super worse. It's like being underwater. Like right. the whole world looks differently to someone who is suffering depression. So, like, a lot of people, even perhaps most or all people, look back on their their so-called mistakes or their social mishaps. Or honestly, like, sometimes you just go into, like, a fugue state for an hour thinking about that one dumb thing you said when you were 10 years old to your class. Oh. That happens. Yeah. But it's way worse when you're depressed. Yes, it is. It's, it's like a magnifying glass. Oh, exactly. And you are the ant. Getting burned up by the sun. Yeah. That sod is depression. Oh, God. <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah. Uh, but it, but the truth is that most people are pretty self-centered. So they're not thinking about your... They're not thinking about your mistakes. They are probably thinking about their mistakes or, like, what their hair is doing or if their shoes really match their outfit. Exactly. We say things to ourselves, and we get into these patterns of thinking with ourselves that we would never say aloud to our friends. Like, we're way harder on ourselves than we are to our friends. And like Trin said, most people look back on some weird thing they said and feel terrible about it and if if you're listening to this and you don't think that's you wow <laughs> like maybe you should look back and, <laughs> and think about something maybe you should feel some shame yeah because you've probably said something you wish you had it you're not perfect okay <laughs> <laughs> well it just the gist of this is you're not alone most people feel this way but for you, it's way, way, way worse because your depression is is magnifying it. So yeah. that's something to that I think those asker is aware that they need to work on in their own time. Right. Um, but in their friendships, you get to choose what you do. So what you're saying is every time you hang out with friends, you want to hang out with your friends. You want to see your friends. But then you feel like you look back on it and, it, and you have social regrets. Social anxiety hangover. That's the one. That's the one. Mm. Man. It's funny, but when I'm depressed, when I'm going through a spell of depression, I think I want to hang out with people. And then as soon as I do, I want to be alone. And right. then when I'm alone, I want to, I want to, I'm like jealous of my friends. Like, why can't I be with my friends right now? Like, my brain will just not settle down. 
I think that there's a certain dose of like, you're going to feel kind of shitty no matter where you are. <laughs> I know that sounds terrible, God. but like, that's, that's the fact. That's the, that's the distorted lens at, of depression. At least we're not telling her to like do yoga or take some vitamin D. Right. That shit is so annoying when you're depressed. It's like, trust me, I've, I've tried. And if I could some, or, or yeah, you think I could summon the energy to go, go to Walgreens and get some vitamin D tablets right now? Like, yeah, if I could, if I could, I would. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's not helpful. No, instead with depression, you're going to enjoy everything like 25% less. Yeah. Everything you do. <laughs> Uh, but having said that, there are ways to, to do a little workaround. So you uh, are obviously getting something out of hanging out with your friends. You're actively pursuing this um, regardless of your social hangover. Um, so the first thing that I thought of was why don't you hang out with your friends without talking to them? So uh, consider doing things like going to see a movie or a play, you know, something that gives you companionship of experiencing together, but it gives you very little room to look back and say, I wish I hadn't done that because you're not fucking talking during a movie. Yeah, exactly. Man, I love going to movies with friends because uh, it's just such a low key hangout. Yeah. Yeah. And then you could go home afterwards. Some friends might go out to the bar afterwards, but you won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it, I, 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 I echo Jen's uh, low key hangout. Uh, you know, if you are very clear with your friends, like, hey, I'm going through a rough spell. I want to have, s hey, I'm going through a rough spell. I want to have some, some really chill hangouts. You can buy some coloring books or print stuff out for free and use the coloring sheets online. Have your buddies bring over some crayons and stuff. Make some tea. Have a chill fest and be like, this is going to be, we're barely going to talk. We're going to enjoy each other's companionship. This is what I need right now. Uh, yeah, I, you know what? I'm curious if this asker has expressed any of this to their friends. Right. And like, don't get me wrong. It's okay if you have it. Your coping mechanism is valid. If it's helping you to keep this to yourself and it's harmless to other people, your coping mechanism is fine. But I really do like the idea of explaining a little bit to your friends of what you're feeling. Like, you don't need to get super into the details if you don't want to. Some people are literally scared to hear the word depression. Like, some people will freak out if they hear that word. And some people, some of your friends will nod along and totally get it and tell you what meds they're on and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is my therapist. Are you seeing a therapist? Like some people will like Trin and I will dive into it. Like, yeah, we're in group two. Exactly. Um, but yeah, anyway, you don't, you could explain as much as you'd like. But I think now is the time to share a little bit of what you need because your friends probably really want to help you. Yeah, no, I, I very much agree with Jen. Uh, and I very much think that there is a way to bridge your need for companionship and your need to see your friends and then also the oh my god I hate everything I said <laughs> because even if you go into a situation saying to your friends hey I hate everything that I say because you occasionally remind me that I'm not fucking up they will probably tell you they will comply oh man that makes my heart so happy because I've done that to my friends and turn we've done that for each other like hey can you can you assure me that I'm not a total jackass? Right. And your friends will rise to the occasion if you make it very clear that that's what you need. Right. It's like uh, the trope of uh, somebody who has a partner that, like, you know, really cares about them and loves them and thinks they're pretty, but, like, never says it because, like, oh, they know. You know. Say it. Say it. And, and, and you have to tell that partner, like, could you remind me about how cute I am? Yes. Talk to me about my butt. Tell people how to love you. Yes. You love me by complimenting my butt. Or telling me I didn't make a fool of myself over dinner. Yeah. And, and uh, that conversation can happen 
in person. It could happen via text message. If one of my friends, I, I'm a lot of times when we give this advice, I imagine myself in the place of the friend that the asker is reaching out to. And when I think of my friend texting me, I've been feeling really crappy lately. I've been really beating myself up. I could use some positive encouragement when we hang out. I would be like, let me make a list of adjectives that I'm going to bring to this hangout and just go through. Trids. Trid would rise to the occasion like no other. Trid would Leslie know that. Well, I mean, I think that a lot of people would do this. I think that knowing what you need is the, is the first step. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, so lucky to have friends. Friends are so good. <laughs> God. You know, I'm really proud of this asker for even asking this question. I or, totally agree. Or for attempting to hang out with friends when they're feeling low. Like, that's brave and difficult. I look through this question and I see how self-aware the asker is. They're like, I have these problems. I'm struggling with depression. This is this this unemployment is the icing on the cake of how shitty yeah. things are. Being social feels good, but I have these yes. regrets. They said I am so terrified of losing my friends. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I agree. I think friends can weather things like illness. I would really like this asker to start thinking of themselves as I'm I'm under the weather. Yeah, you're going through something. Right. Like, admit that you've got some brain flu right now. And if you're not good at treating yourself like that, pretend for a second that one of your friends was going through what you're going through. Mm -hmm. You would step up to the plate. Mm -hmm. Imagine that you are a tiny little injured baby bird that fell out of the nest. You want to take care of that little baby bird. (laughs) Listen here, baby bird. Chirp, chirp. We, We love you. And your friends love you, too. That's why they're your friends. All... That falls on you in this situation. The only thing is that you want to make clear what you need to your friends because you want something that they have. And that is love. Love. L is for the way Trip looks. Chirp, chirp. I'm not going to sing. That was really fun, though. (laughs) I enjoyed that a lot. Not today. I feel very hopeful for this asker, specifically because of how self-aware they are um, and specifically because uh, they, they see that their, their reactions to social situations is mixed and that it's workable. And you know what? Every time you experience a good hangout, every time your friends tell you they love you, every little social victory you have, amplify those to yourself. Write them down. Like, yeah. hold on to the good moments if you can. And it's going to be hard to do that because you're depressed. But... Depression is going to amplify the bad moments and shrink the good ones. So you have to do a little bit of work and remind yourself of the good moments and the times when your friends asked you to hang out or said I love you or whatever. Like what I said earlier about everything feels 25% worse, that goes for the good things too, you know? If your friend says, gosh, I adore you and uh, I want to hang out, or even if your friend's just like, what up, you want some coffee? Those are real, they thought of you. They thought of you independently and they wanted to hear from you. Uh, I know that depression is like this really shitty distorted lens. See if you can build yourself a new lens and just and just amplify those good things. Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. Yeah, it's really hard for us to like give you a work or a homework assignment because the last thing we want to do to someone who is depressed is make them do work. Because right. like surviving right now is work. Right. But just something to keep in mind if you feel up to it. Try to hold on to the good moments. Yeah. Uh, you know, hell yeah. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Just keep in mind your energy levels. And when your energy is feeling good enough, um, these are the changes that we suggest you make. Uh, but moving forward, you know, taking care of yourself is the number one. And if you feel any anxiety about a social situation and you want to hang home, we're, we support that. 
Yeah, we do. We do. Hobbit time. <laughs> Question two? Question two. I'm so glad you're reading this one. It's a long one. <laughs> I'm stressed out, sad face. I have overpromised myself to like a million side projects and work responsibilities. And honestly, that's really the way I like to live my life. Unfortunately, I never want to see my friends. My social life is always the first thing to go. I adore my friends, but I would rather recharge my introvert battery so I can have more energy to work on my stuff. I'll get invited to stuff, say yes because it's the one social thing I'm doing that month, but then I inevitably skip it because I'm feeling overworked. One, do I have to see my friends? What can I do to keep in touch with them other than leaving my house? Two, how can I better judge what social stuff I'm actually up for so I stop disappointing people? This question is so good because the asker provided us context. Yeah, I feel like we got some good insight here. Yeah, and breaking it down is, is also really good too. Yeah. So the first question is, do I have to see my friends? And I don't think you have to see your friends to be friends with someone. I agree. There's a, I mean, there's a whole subsection of friends of the internet. Yeah, there are friends that I've never met. Yeah. So, no, you don't have to see your friends to be friends with them. But you said you want to stop disappointing people. So, so that's on the table. You want to stop letting down your friends. So you do think that some action needs to happen here. I think the Asker's also done something really smart, which is recognize a pattern within themselves. Uh, and now I think you just need to examine a bit deeper and think about what events you have canceled on and which events you have actually gone to and enjoyed yourself. Because there's always a time you didn't want to go, didn't want to go, dragged your feet, and then you went anyway and had a good time. That happens to me a lot. But to me, it kind of sounds like you don't want to go and then you don't. Or you don't want to go and then you do and you wish you had stayed home. So those are two different scenarios. Like this person has made a decision that they, they don't want to be social with their friends, at least not in the way they have been before. Yeah, that's true. I feel like this person has something in their head that says, if I don't see my friends X number of times a month, I am a bad friend. Oh, yeah. yeah they're not hitting the quota. Oh, yeah, but friends don't need quotas. Oh. <laughs> yeah, friends aren't, friends aren't so, like hanging out with friends isn't like a box you need to check. Right, right, right. That's not how it works, especially with adults. Yeah. And I also think there's a broader question here of like how this person organizes their time. Like when you are feeling positive and good, it's easy to say yes to things you don't really mean to say yes to. It's like the beginning of a new school year when you have new pens and notebooks and you're excited to work (laughs) and you're motivated and refreshed. and You feel like your schedule is wide open. So you say yes to everything. You add on extracurriculars. But then finals week rolls around and you hate everything. Like you're like, oh, I took on too much. So I'm not going to discourage this person from like taking on projects because that would be hypocritical of me. I take (laughs) on a lot of projects. But it does seem like they should stop saying yes to things that are planned far in advance. Right. Yeah. This person seems to be planning a social life for a person that isn't themselves. (laughs) You know, like they they think that they have all this energy or that they will have all this energy, but then they don't. Um, But what you can do is... Just don't say yes to things that are planned far in advance. Like, I know that you may feel pressure to attend somebody's birthday party, but it is way worse to say yes and then not go. Right. Instead of that place in your schedule, what you can do with that space is if someone asks to get coffee in 15 minutes, you say yes to that. Because 15 minutes from now, you're probably going to be feeling the same way that you did when you said yes. Right. That's good advice. Uh, And also being proactive with when you feel energy. So you can say, you know what? Tonight, I'm feeling social. That's when you text your friend and say, hey, do you want to get dinner tonight? 
You might get a few no's because it's last minute, but that's when you need to put your social chips on the table is a, when you have those last minute, hey, let's do this hangouts. Even asking somebody if they want to hang out is a way of keeping in touch. Absolutely. Even if the hangout doesn't happen, it starts a conversation. It lets your friend know that they're being thought about. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. And when they say, oh, actually, uh, and they may even say something like, honestly, I wish we planned this ahead of time. Um, I usually need a couple of days to work out my schedule. Be perfectly honest with them and say, the reason why I'm asking for this last minute hangout is I don't have a ton of social energy. So I like to pounce on it when I do. So hopefully we'll coordinate our mental health together. You might have friends that work completely opposite when it comes to organizing hangouts and recognizing what your needs are versus theirs. You could reach a compromise. Yeah. Right now you're pushing your boundaries in a way that disappoints yourself and other people. So it's time to retreat a little bit back into your own box and plan for you. You could set up shop at a bar or a coffee shop or something with your laptop and be like, hey, I'm going to be working here for the next two hours. Uh, If you're cool working quietly next to me, do you want to come? Sure, did I do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hold hold court. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, the gist of it really is work with the energy that you have when you have it. Yeah, don't strain yourself because that won't make anyone happy. Yeah, especially if I have a feeling that this person, if they're saying yes to like things like once a month and it's still not working out, Uh, It's stuff that's planned far in advance, like birthday parties, holiday parties, that sort of thing. Just say no. And then if you're feeling up to it that day, maybe text them and see if there's room for one more. That's way less disappointing. Absolutely. Basically, it's time to streamline. Yes. And it is okay to put hanging out with friends on the back burner. Like, really, it is. Friends are not a job or an obligation or something you need to check off a list categorize a list of things you need to take care of in order of importance and being social can be at the bottom i give you permission to do that like jen and i are very pro friendship but we are pro friendship in a way that works for you and right now your friendships aren't working out for you yeah yeah i do like that they mentioned that they would rather recharge their introvert battery so what you're saying is that you are prioritizing self-care and that is really important super important yeah, like I said, don't strain yourself to hang out with friends because, like, you're you're not going to enjoy yourself. Yeah. As long as you feel good with how you're spending your time, then you're doing the right thing. You don't need to have your social life be such a significant chunk of that pie. Absolutely. Oh, you poor thing. I'm fine. I'm doing great. <laughs> oh. oh, well, I mean, I feel like we're wrapping up. Yeah, I think we did good and I did it. You did it. You deserve a nap and a day quill. Yeah, I do. I think it's time to... Oh, yep. It's Dayquil time. Yep. I counted on my fingers. (laughs) Dayquil alarm is going off. Well, this has been Frenchping with Jen and Trin. If you would like to ask us a question, we encourage you to do so and take as much uh, words as you want. Feel free to uh, uh, ask us in multiple parts. What you're going to do is go to ask.fm slash do friendship. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, we encourage this as well. We are on Twitter at Do Friendship. Thank you for listening. You're welcome for talking. Do Friendship at the Problem. This is going to be really funny. I'm enjoying it okay. already.